It is August 12th, and the Yankees just swept the two-game set against the Braves. Judge is injured. Clint is up. Tanaka's back. Monty's good. Let's do it. Let's talk Yanks, babe. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Talking Yanks. Thank you very much for tuning in and hanging out with us for a little bit as we recap this two-game set versus the Atlanta Braves. My name is Jimmy. Sitting next to me is Jake. Behind the plate, we've got producer BBD. We are coming to you live from the Roosevelt Studios here in the Bronx. That's rsvlts.com slash jomboy. Jake has the shirt. Jake has the hat. I just have the shirt. The Yankees win two games, two burns, multiple awards. It's gone by fun. Jake, how are you? Welcome back to Talking Yanks, your number one Yankees podcast. R.I.P. R.I.P. We miss you. I'm doing good, Jim. We are eggs hosted. Uh, long day, long night. But Yankees win. They're undefeated at the stadium in home games. Little asterisk there. Uh, we got some late breaking news today, which is big news, literally and figuratively, with the judgy. But man, things are coming together. You know, we're we're making progress. We had a you know Monty needed a nice bounce back. He did. Tank building up his pitch count still looks solid. Clint Frazier. Gets the call, and he looks good, kid. So, uh, LeMay, who's out of his mind, and it's, uh, yeah, man, I'm, I'm excited, and they flash the calendar, and, you know, we got Red Sox coming up after an off day, and then Tampa at home after that, and if you remember last time I told you, or I forget if I said this on the air or not, I think the Yankees are going to big brother Tampa pretty hard the next time they play them. I think they gave them a, you know, little brother, we're playing on the turf, have your fun, we'll see you later. So I think we might see the Yankees get hot, and I, oh, I like that. What's their record now, 10-5? Yankees record is 12-6, and six? Six, something like that. 12-6? Yeah. and six? Just good. We were trying to spin it. They've what, what was the spin we landed on in the last in the last four days they've played games they've won they've, they've won, won three, three. Of them. yeah which is yeah I mean we're we're starting to get we're starting to get just as ugly as the people that get mad at the Yankees so we don't need to go there but yeah man I mean times are pretty good I mean kind of a bummer you know the Braves are a really good baseball team we don't see any of their starting pitchers slash Max Fried right now. Uh, we don't see it. Albies is on the IL. Acuna Jr. gets hurt. So, I mean, we're talking about some of their best player. Meanwhile, I mean, Judgey goes down mid-series and we lost Stan. So, not going to do a whole song and dance about that. But 
We keep winning games, and I think what was the streak that popped up the other day? Twenty-six straight home series. The Yankees haven't lost. So again, some of that Yankee fandom that I, I call ourselves out on that we get spoiled and we ignore like that stuff doesn't just happen. Yeah. So we had a frustrating win and then a calm win. And yeah. we have the judge news. Do we want to do that at the top of the show? I don't think it fits anywhere. We probably do it now. Yeah. We're probably doing that. A lot of people are probably here for it. And we'll we'll give you a little bit. Judge. But you have to stay for the games. Oh. You can't just get your judge update and get out of here. Screw it. Let's burn game one and then do judge wow. in between. Wow. Yeah. Live patrons love you. Are you ready? I think so. Ready as ever I'll ever be. Game one against the Atlanta Braves in Yankee Stadium in the Bronx. On your mark, get set, and... Burn. First game of a two-gamer against the Braves. No, Tuki Toussaint, one of the best names in baseball as Atlanta tries to get Pokey versus Gumby as Monty is trying to bounce back. Bottom one. You've been requested in the King's Chambers. King Louis V with the three-run blast. Ford cops himself a two-RBI double, and it's capped off by a judging blast to center. It's a tookie-dookie as it's getting late early in the Bronx. Eight-nothing Yanks. Gumby was cruising until Marcel shells one out. Six innings pitch, three earned run from Monty. Nice. All of a sudden, it's 8-4, excuse me, 9-4, as Mike has another RBI double. A double the doubles by the Braves makes the Yankees use their good pin, but like having frat bros move your furniture, Chad and Zach get the job done. Gumby to Hale to Otto to Sess to the Goose to Britain. Yanks win 9-6 final. What's your favorite line from that, burn? Well, so I like saying Ford cops himself an RBI double because we did the whole Mike Ford like a cops a cop. thing. So that's like good if you're in the talking Yanks world, mm-hmm. like that, you like that. Um, I was pretty good with the Chad and Zach because like they're two people that we don't picture with fratty names at all. Mm-hmm. But when you break it down to Chad and Zach. Yeah. Yeah. Nice, nice job. Danke. This game was really fun. Yeah. And really frustrating. Yes. Luke Voigt home run in the first. Yes. Awesome. Blast. Really cool the way he's hitting cool home runs now. He's hitting that bombs. He's, he like he's leans back. And everything. It looks like his home runs look like uh, a bad baseball video game. Like a RBI slugfest or something, and you'd see a guy like lean back and he hits a 650-foot home Did run. MLB ever have a version of Blitz? But for MLB, I think they did. I think it was Slugfest or something like that. Well, good call. Like then. 2003. Something Turns like out that. we agree. A Rod might have been on the cover. Not sure. Well, that's what it looked like. Yeah. And then also, uh, I don't want to step too much on it because he may get an award later. But mm-hmm. Monty, five really, really good innings. I don't even like some people are saying that Boone left him in too long. I don't think he did. It's uh, eight run lead and. If he can give you the six, that's great. It's like a huge difference. He didn't give up any runs. His final pitch count after six innings is seventy-eight. Yeah. So you yeah, know, I don't. I I wouldn't have taken. It I up. get it, and sure. I mean, you know, and we we are guys on here that spin it with the, you know, if a guy's got a win, give him a win. Gumby didn't need a win. He needed a bounce back start. And guess what? Like, 
yes, five-inning shutout would have been nice, but after everything that went down with the bullpen, getting Monty stretched to 78 pitches and going the six innings, it hurts his ERA, but, you know, ERA stuff doesn't really matter that much over season, although this did make it a little more annoying. And, you know, if you could take back him giving up a home run to Azuna, you do that all the time. But yeah. he <laughs> he hadn't given up any runs to that point. Yeah. Uh, the judge home run was insane. Judge yeah. keeping Ozuna at third with that throw home yeah. was even more impressive, I think. Just the casual cannon out there Fire in right the field. Cannons. Uh, you know, you had Voigt with uh, more RBIs, Ford with RBIs. Jordan looked good. It looks really good, but up and up until that point when it's in the sixth inning and the Yanks are up eight nothing and Monty hasn't given up any runs yet. There's still some weird defense going on. Like, they put Monty in a jam mm. with a double play that could have been but wasn't, and then a pass ball by Gary. And then I think they did that later on in the game again. Yeah. A double play that could have been, and then a pass ball by Gary. And it was, like, sloppy, but it was all right. Then, mm. then Monty gives up the three runs. It's a five-run yeah. game. Judge comes out. And it just doesn't pass the sniff test for anyone. Like, something's up. You start worrying about that. He brings in Hale, which I was also, f like, fine with Hale at that point. It's it's a five-run lead, bring in Hale. Sure. Then he goes to Adovino, fielder's choice. It gets to a four-run game. and But now you've gone to your good bullpen, right? You've gone to Adovino. Four-run game. Ford doubles to make it. Um, a five-run game again. He goes to Sessa. Yeah. And the, the reason... There's good argument against me. I would have went to Chad right away, even though it's a five-run game. They had an off day the day before. They have two days and an off day coming up. So you're not really going to burn Chad out. You can use him back-to-back -back days and give him one fresh inning. The game was ugly, and the vibe of the game was ugly. Yeah. Like, it was 8 nothing. Now it's 9-5. And you're making errors in, on defense. And the vibe was low. And times were, like, kind of bad. Like, yeah. it was like, this game feels shitty for being up so much. And I would have brought Chad in right away. Just because when you bring Chad in, it just lifts everyone up. He's, like, a stopper and a momentum grabber. Like, yeah. he will just sweep up the momentum and be like, ha-ha, we got it again. So if you're going to use him anyway, I would have just opened with Chad and then Britton. You already did Otto. You already did the bullpen. And you can run Chad, Otto, Britton out the next day, and you still have an off day. So, like, there's no risk there. I understand. Yeah, I mean, the, the counterpoint to that would be if Sessa comes in and can be the yeah. Louis Sessa he was last year and he, you know, has shown signs of and he should be, you know, he might be able to finish that game for you instead. Uh -huh. He gets knocked. Uh, and and an right. error by Glaber. Yeah. But like, Chad will just strike guys out and then get the momentum, and he's available. Yeah. So I would have just, like, because it felt so bad. For Chad's like a trump card. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I mean, it starts getting into some, you know, Yankees rest days, and with the double off days, the Yankees sometimes try to steal even more off days. So uh doesn't end up going that way. They use Chad. He comes in, and he's Chad, Britain, <laughs> six pitches. <laughs> Gets his in it, gets his work done. So, yeah, I, I don't know. Again, anytime you go up eight nothing, and then the score finishes nine six, it's not as good of a taste in your mouth. But you know, if you mix up those runs a little different, you still really like this game. And yeah, 
there was some ugliness. The the DJ Glaber stuff got weird. Probably address more of that later on. Uh, but I I don't know. I mean, you reset the engine. Voight hits a big homer. Forty has a big game. Judge hits the homer but gets pulled. Monty has a nice bounce back. The That's the biggest back we thing. needed. Like, like everything when you zoom out. Like were we really worried about DJ LeMahieu's future defense? No, no. But it was just kind of this weird, like, okay, guys. Come on. And that's what I said in my little one-minute post-game recap is more good came from this game than bad, even though it was frustrating in the end. Um, the judge thing was the biggest concern. And if anyone, like, didn't get to watch and you're really tuning in to get updates, they pulled judge after the sixth inning or seventh inning or I don't know when with a, with a five-run lead and he had – Hit a home run, like a crazy impressive home run. Paul O'Neill and Coney were like laughing, like little girls, like, oh my God. Yeah. He just hit that ball that hard. Adovino's looking at the, the wall in right center, like, holy shit. Yeah. And they pull him, and it just doesn't pass the sniff test at all. And there's also shots of him talking to the training staff in the dugout, saying, oh, I'm good, I'm all right, I'm good, I'm all right. And Booney says in his post game, um, you know, because obviously that's the biggest question. I have the quotes. Let me pull up the quotes because they're kind of funny. Booney said in his post game, and the the first thing on the sniff test while you get the quotes is Talkman pinch hits for Judge. Which let's say this was the real world where I think part of the quote is him saying, you know, they played on Tampa four games, three days, blah blah blah. You know, if if they were trying to sneak Judge a little extra rest, you'd have Judge hit, and then you just put Talkman in for defense. There's no way he got pulled for anything but a nagging injury. It's just it, they would never do that. So Boone in the post game says, yeah, yeah, just coming off four days on the turf with a little bit of leverage there. So just trying to be smart. Um, he's going in and getting his normal treatment. He's fine. And I didn't buy it for one second. I think I, I was in the Reddit subreddit mixing mm. it up and said, I wish I could believe this. I came into the office with BBD, and I said, there's no way. I think BBD agreed with me fully. Like, there's just zero chance he's not hurt. They would not have pulled him if a fully healthy Aaron Judge in that game. The next day, Judge isn't in the lineup, which we joked about because we're like, how are they going to get Clinton? Ford's going to play. Guardy's going to play. And I was like, maybe Judge shits because he's hurt. (laughs) And then Judge is out, and Boone comes back and says – He's dealing with lower body tightness, trying to get out ahead of it and prevent an injury moving forward. He wanted to play. He's not going to play. Then asked if he would play Friday, and it was kind of like a bullshit dance-around answer. So Friday's a long way away, he said. We we talked about it, and... you I mean, it's all speculation, but I mean... I, we play this speculation game with the Yankees and injuries a lot, and I'm kind of good at reading Boone's. Let's, yeah, let's do it. I mean, let's open board. It's a lot of speculation, and we can, we can do it. We don't. Nobody has a lot of hard facts. All the hard facts are within the pinstripes. Yeah, you just know how Boone handles it. Boone straight up lied after the game, which I think is bullshit. I think that's a bad look. What he said today, he could have easily said last night. Yep, there's something nagging at him. We don't think it's a big deal, but when we can get him rest, we're going to get him rest, and we're going to get him looked at. Could have said that last night. It would have been truthful. Now he's got all the media people, beat reporters, ripping him. 
They just straight up lied to a group of people. I, I get it. It wasn't um, like a spin. It wasn't. No. It, you said Belichickian, but it wasn't Belichickian. It's just a straight up lie. Yeah, I mean, Belichick just wouldn't say anything, which, again, I mean, it, would you would you rather Boone just says no comment? I mean, that would create even more speculation. I'd just rather say what and, he said. And I think the whole thing why Boone did this, again, we're surrounded by off days, so they're not going to have to do their regular press stuff. I think Boone just said, hey, instead of doing a, a night and a day of a full judge press stuff, is he okay? How bad is he? And we saw Yankees Twitter freak out. And, I mean, again, think of the other stuff they have to deal with on a daily basis. I think he just tapped out. And you're right. I mean, you know, when you say lying and Boone's reputation and all that stuff, it's not great. And we know the media stuff. You know, that stuff sits with them for a little while. But I think he was just trying to dodge some crap. So, like, I I kind of get it. Yeah, I, I, I just think he, he could have done it, like, a lot more tactful and said – yeah, there's something nagging and all that. And it's not that big of a deal. It's just kind of like Boone just looks like, uh, what? It's not a great look. Not a good look for Boone. Also, if this is, if, you know, he lied that day and then you read the tea leaves on how he's addressing the judge situation today, I'm fully expecting an IL stint. Right. Um, they, they always give us the very least. Right. Judge had a punctured lung. We didn't know about it until it was fixed. It's true. Um, Tommy Canley had Tommy John. They gave us like nothing <laughs> for like two days. And that, you know, so that's just how they deal with it. And it's fine. But, uh, I'm preparing myself for a judge to have an IL stint of some sort. Also lower body tightness. And they asked him what yeah. specifically on the lower body. And he said, <laughs> Hips, knees, and yeah. calves. Boone started playing Operation. He just named. So just naming, like, bullshit. Any, Bullshit's in the details, and Booney went on details heavy. Any Anything he could list. Here's here's my counter. And, again, like, I get it. You know, a lot of times I'm going to be, you know, when they say there's two parents on the on the, the lifeboat, you know, one parent is trying to flag down anyone for help, and the other one distracts the kids. Maybe I'm just trying to distract the kids too much. But I will say this. After Giancarlo and how that went down, the first time they tried to push things this year and Giancarlo ends up getting hurt and it's the Tampa turf that, you know, has been a little bit of a house of horror for the Yankees. I do think that there is a chance. And again, we're in a small, tight window here. And if there is something, you know, potentially decently wrong with Judge, I mean, you're you're looking at losing him for... You know, a majority of this season Which is scary and, and maybe I'm fighting that I do think there is also a world where You know, he hit that homer And he was running kind of weird You know, everyone was trying to pinpoint it Everyone's getting their Twitter sleuth on um, No one can hang with <laughs> my guy How about them apples? Because you're right, he goes in and he checks in with Dono first That's not Judge's normal home run routine Although we're rooting for that, eventually I do think there's a world where they you know, it just happened. The, think about the conversations we had last week with Stan playing the outfield. And it's like, you know what? He's running the bases a little better. Are they going to get him out here? Bang. Stan won't be playing the outfield this whole year. <laughs> it's done. So I do think they're playing scared this year. It's all a buildup for those games in October. If, if even the slightest thing, they're going to take it careful with Aaron Judge. Especially in a game they're already up 8-3. And then, you know, they've... 
we've talked about this in a two game set, especially against an NL opponent. You know, today could have easily been like a full punt day almost. So there is a world where Aaron Judge, you know, he's feeling something or he's sore. They pulled him. We're not we're not messing with anything. We're not taking any chances. Why would we play him today? We've got another off day tomorrow. You know, do I assume that they give him Friday off anyways? Even best case scenario, yes. Because why bother? You're playing the Red Sox. You're undefeated at the stadium. You don't need to. Um, at this point, and again, maybe my my glass is too full. I would expect to see him DH this weekend, unless something other something else leaks out, which there there is a very good chance of. I'm not going to deny that, but I could see them just taking this with very serious precaution. Um, and I don't know the the leg thing is interesting because I mean, what what could it be. You I don't know. know. Just, just Boone giving bullshit answers. And right. someone in the Patreon chat said that Girardi did this, and he had to apologize for it, and he did. In his first two years, he was just like lied to the media, and everyone hated him. <laughs> and then he had to apologize and stop lying to the media. Yeah. And he like you know got ridiculed for it, and he changed. So, um, yeah, man, everything you're saying is like true. You he could they could just be being cautious and. I was on here last recap saying, be cautious. All that matters is the playoffs. We're going to get a spot. Just be healthy for that. Totally fine with it. It just, uh, and there's there's not no harm if he's back for it. I'm just not expecting him to be back right away. Just kind of how I'm, I read the tea leaves of how Boone handled this situation. There very well could be. You know, I'm, I, I'm, I'm not trying to put my neck out there and say, you know, Judge is going to be there Saturday in the DH slot. No idea. No clue. Um, I, do, I, I do think there's a, Here's my thing. a percentage on it. Judge plays through a lot of injuries. He played through the 2017 season with a terrible injury on his shoulder. Right. These guys play through stuff. Giancarlo played all of 2018 with a strained hamstring, right. and he played the outfield. For Judge to have to come out of a game because they're worried, something had to already, it didn't happen in that game. Something had to happen earlier that they had their eyes on, and it has to be pretty significant. These guys play through shit all the time. Yeah, and I, I hear that, and I, I believe there is a possibility of that. I also believe that, you know, there there could be some truth in the normal stuff. I mean, they did just play at the Trop, and they hate that place. Literally, Giancarlo just went down there. I know, and, which is so weird because, like, Kiermaier plays every day there. Yeah, and it, it is bizarre. They asked O'Neal, and he, like, didn't have an answer, so he just made something up. He's like, ah, you get used to grass if you play on it. And I, I think like, it's oh, just all fake. Thanks for the insight, Paul. Um, so, yeah, uh, I don't know. Uh, no idea. Again, I think uh, I think there was some hope from Booney that it, it was just Judge being weird or, you know, they, they take took top precautions and they hope – Judgey showed up today and he was 100% And Boone could dance around it And say he was trying to sneak Some some free off time And the fact that he comes in and he couldn't use that Means the judge isn't 100% So there's there's something there So we'll see I'm, I'm still trying I, There is an optimistic world on it There's also a pessimistic world I mean if it is something Like <laughs> you know I, I won't even say the word So we'll see It, it sucks But um Again, luckily we have this crazy deep team. Oh, and dude, I wanted to give the Talking Yanks listeners an apology. Um, when we did the 
voicemail the two Yankees lineups thing, it was a lot more impressive last year. We left a couple names off. We left Edwin off, who Edwin, you know, was a mm-hmm. middle of the lineup guy, and we left Didi off. Yeah. So like you mix those guys in, it, it was it was a funner, more fun conversation last year. This year, don't do it. Yeah, I agree with that. All right. Let's go to game number two. Judge is out. Clint is up. Let's get it. And also, we did... Well, we weren't the only people to have it. Anyone that looked into it had that Clint would come get the call up. They handled that right. Unless they, you know, they are messing with Andrew, our service time, which, which sucks. But. They are, and hey, if, if Judge does take an aisle stint, I mean... If it's not Andujar, then they're really messing with him. I think they would just call him at that point, but that's when things get real fun. Probably, like, have Judge do some tests this week conveniently. Yeah. They decide to put him on the IL. They had the expanded roster, so. Right, they have to get to, like, Monday or Tuesday, If they wait until, like, the end of the week or something, Andujar will hit the 10 days, and. I think it's Monday or Tuesday. Oh, well, retroactive to that day, Judge is on the IL. Interesting. That would be some of the real funny business. Yeah, that would be wild. All right, let's go to game number two. Burn, Jakey, burn. Yanks go for the mini sweep against Yasker Noah. The zoom tight on a Tanaka Tuesday on a Wednesday in the Boogie Down Bronx. Top two, a biggie home run. Escargo, come our go. As Johan makes it 2 nothing Braves, but it would be juicy for the Yankees as they'd hypnotize Atlanta the rest of the way. I just love your flashy ways. Gary Sanchez, the Sanchino, with a thunderous home run. And if there's thunder, there's lightning. Red lightning. El Rojo goes back to back on his first at-back back in pinstripes. Tied at twos. Two A's, two bags for Hicksy with the RBI double. Glay Bay Bay. Glay Bay Bay. Ribby single for Glaber. Death to all the humans. DJ LeMayhew, casual four-hit day for the machine. Tanaka and... Tanaka and lasagna. What a wonderful phrase. They pair up for six innings pitch to earn runs. The Goose makes them gander and Avalon and Otto and Holder and Britain. Yanks win 6-3 and mini-sweep the Braves at the stadium. Tanaka and lasagna. I like it more as uh, like uh, apples and bananas. I thought about going that way with it. Um, but yeah, I think Hakuna Matata and Tanaka and Lasagna has the same syllable. So I was like, well, if you're just gonna, if my brain's just gonna feed me that information, I gotta use it somewhere. Got to, got to. The, the, the crazies on the subway are bored listening to me. What was the final score of this game? Six three. I got the under, baby. Yeah, nine and a half. Hell yeah! Hoorah! Good game. I mean, at the end it got a little sloppy again, which. Did it? I guess it didn't. It got a little scary at the end with the tying run at the plate, but whatever. It's it's kind of this weird Zach Britton thing where he doesn't give up home runs, really. Lead, so, lead, lead leaguer in saves. He, you know, he's such a ground ball pitcher that there's not, you know, if Chapman gets got, a lot of times it is a gopher ball because yeah. it's high fastballs, blah, blah, blah. Britton doesn't kind of get got that way, so when... You know, Ozuna's up with as the tying run. You're worried about a double down the line or something like that, which still gives you a chance. He lines out to Hicks, which 
Uh, if he didn't, that would have been a lot more interesting. But yeah, man, and and you're right, and it's something that's been pretty cool about this Yankee season and shows something about the team. When they came back and tied it up with the back-to-back homers, not even in a douchey, cocky Yankee way, it was just like, oh, we got this game. Like, we, you know, they're trying to bullpen this thing. A couple question marks in the lineup, Gary and Clint. Gary's been slumping, Clint's coming up, so we didn't know what they were going to bring. So when you put that all in the bag, it was like, okay, we're uh, just going to do this. I I, I had it as a win. That's what I said to you guys, two to two, we stopped doing a live stream for a little bit like this. It's, it's bad that I feel like this is just a win, even though it's a tie game. It's not a knock on the Braves, I'm just pretty confident in the Yankees. Like, they, they kind of haven't given us a reason not to be so far. Yeah. Team Geo says he's watching the live broadcast and he wants to jump off his balcony. So, mm. it's not good. Don't do it. Don't do it. And I hope your dog's okay. Had to take the dog to the vet, like me. Yeah. Um, that week. Yeah, man. Uh, Tanaka, they're still not as stretched out as I'd like them to be. He jumps yeah. up from 50 to 66. I do think if Hicks catches that ball, which he, he should have. It was in his glove. Yeah. He got there. And then it's a solo homer. We don't care nearly as much. Yeah, and there's, I mean, there's a lot of... Nice shot by Camargo. There's a lot of weird kind of funny business still going on in this funny business season. The The defense still isn't as sharp. I mean, you know, Gardy missed another one of his signature sliding catches that, you know, I think midseason Gardy normally makes or full spring training Gardy. Uh, Hicks makes a nice catch earlier. He doesn't get the second one, but I think he normally makes that one. And, yeah, dude, I mean, it's it's funny. We were, on talking baseball, we were kind of getting on Snell a little bit because his pitch count wasn't there. And then I looked at Tanaka, and it's like, oh, he he's only hit 59. And, again, it, it and this is what ties me back to the judge stuff. Like, I look at this, and I'm like, wait. You know, it's August and stretched out Tanaka's at 66 pitches, which, again, has me just in this everything is building up for the end of the year, as it should be for the Yankees, especially since they've gotten off to this nice start. So, uh, I don't know. Tanaka looks solid. It wasn't as dominant against the Rays, but, I mean, that's we know what Tanaka does against them. But you're right. And, and, you know, I think a lot of baseball games come down to there are a couple moments that make it – you know, Tuki Toussaint throws away that that bunt by Hixie if he makes that play. You know, the the whole momentum and tide of that game starts going. So it's uh it's all right. Everything we want to see from Tanaka, Loizaga kind of keeps doing his thing early on, which is pretty nice. Uh, Avalon's a part of the team. Avalon's a part Avalon's of the, the new Canely to mat, to match with Adovino. Very weird. Chad Green is silly good. Holders perfect season ends. Um, and man, uh, Clint Frazier, uh, we may be talking about him a lot more coming up. Yeah, probably talk about him later on. Um, but yeah, I mean, LeMayhew's insane, Voider, you know, we're missing Judge and Stanton, uh, you know, a guy that won the MVP and a guy that should have won the MVP, and the lineup still looks really good, so. Voight's hitting really, really well. He really is. He's locked in. Made me. It made me laugh when I said. I don't know if I said this to you on a show or anywhere. When uh, maybe it was with Katie on Sharpsets, when we were saying, "Yeah, Voight and Ford both 
putting up, and then you look at the numbers, and it's like, well, Ford should not be taking at bats away from Voight right now. Well, Jim, have you seen the stats against Righty since August seventeenth of last year? I have second highest batting yeah. average for Ford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, Ford should not be taking at bats away from Voight. Not regularly, no. It's almost rude. Yeah, Voight. Uh, every time, and we talked about on sharp sets. Uh, go check it out. Really good episode of sharp sets. But yeah, Voight's been nothing but good for the Yankees. We almost underappreciate him and Urshela at this point, which is just odd. He's tied for ninth most home runs in MLB with five, with a nine twenty eight OPS. Gary gets a home run on the board. Get it going, Gary. Nice shot too. A nice Gary Sanchez home run. Yeah. Do you have anything for Gary coming up? I'm trying to think. Probably not. What was your Gary stat? He saw 34 pitches in game one. He saw 34 pitches in game one. DJ LeMay, he saw 27. Mike Ford saw 24, but nobody else was like close. But Gary was getting to two strikes early and then just fouling everything off yeah. in game one. Now, he didn't have the results. He hit the ball off Tukey. And then it got out, but it would have been a hit probably up the middle. Um, 25 of the 34 pitches he saw were strikes. He was just fouling them off a lot of with two strikes, which is, you Some know, really nice at-bats. A small, 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 small stepping stone. Yeah. Well, but better than what he was doing a week ago. We're, like, slowly, slowly improving. The home run helps. Yeah, and hopefully, you know, what can help with that, and it just helped the Rays' bats getting going, is the Red Sox pitching staff. Um, so hopefully Gary seeing one again brings him back. And you were noting this when we were watching in the office, Jim, like the, the next step when you're coming out of slump, you know, you start getting better counts. You know, you, you start getting the 2-0 count. And I, I, wonder, I wonder what's going to make Gary get there because he has, it, you know, and when you're in a slump, it feels like it's 0-1, 0-2 a lot. Um, I don't know if it's attacking pitches earlier in the count. I don't know if it's, you know, just kind of luck of the draw sometimes to get to a 2-0 count. So hopefully Gary gets some of that and he uh, he can get some of that Gary magic going. That would be nice. That would be nice. All right. Let's move on to... Should I not? You're good. You're giving me a look like I messed something up. No. Okay. Time for awards. 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 I, was, I was getting ready to say awards. Awards. No ad today, right? No ad. Adless show. They'll be back. DraftKings loves us now. Mm. You guys are the best. Uh, I was kind of an ad then right there. A little bit. Yeah. Shit. How about that? Bonus. Free one. Damn it. Damn it. The first award we give out here on Talking Yanks is? Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Yeah. Yeah. And I believe I get to go first. I believe so. All right. I get to go first. I kind of wish I got to go second today because I mm. think the person who gets to go second can have more fun because if you get to go first and you don't give it to DJ LeMahieu, you're yeah. kind of a giant, giant yeah. jerk. Yeah. So DJ LeMahieu is my pride of the Yankees. He's forced my hand. I give it to him gladly. I am proud to hand him pride of the Yankees after this two-game set because he had an 800 on base percentage. Yeah. An 800, seven at-bats, five hits, two walks. Just silly, man. Stupid. Stupid. Oh, man. Stupid. Um, What's his uh, stats on the season now? 
He's over 400. 431 batting average on the season. 431. Yeah. 431 on the season. 1.048 OPS. So it's not an empty 431. Yeah. It's uh it's pretty full. He got triple in game two. He had a triple. Jesus, what a nut job. He also stole a bag. Yeah. What are you doing, DJ? Are you getting scared? I'm asking this as a serious question. It's sure. uh, about 10% trying to have a little humor. Right. 90% are you a little scared? For how good he is? Like that there's like a simulation going on. Like that he's been, you know, that he's got a program chip in his body or something. Yeah. The uh, singles to right field with ease are scaring me. If he keeps doing them, I'm going to think something's up. It's it's bizarre, man. If you're not a pitcher with A-plus stuff, if you're not, you know, I think Glasnow got him on a check swing or something like that. If, if you're not a pitcher with a wipeout pitch and you're going to throw something away, he is going to put the barrel on it, and it's just... Is your second baseman, first baseman there, or does he hit it too much in the right field or catch it? Uh, it it feels unfair. I've been on this, you know, how is baseball going to change? How is baseball going to develop? And, you know, it's not a lot of people are wired like DJ LeMahieu. Almost none <laughs> in the world. But there are guys that are going to beat the system of baseball as baseball is developed around it with the home runs and the on base and everything that goes on and try, you know, when you watch Luke Voigt hit, if he's swinging at a pitch, he's trying to hit a home run. DJ doesn't care, man. DJ LeMahieu was raised like getting a hit is good. And dude, the, the way he can serve it to right whenever he wants to, it's unbelievable, and uh, it's kind of a glitch in baseball right now because there's you can name the guys on one hand that have the hit tool he does. It's him. It's like Michael Brantley. I guess Charlie Blackman's on the Arias right is now. on his way. Arias, who I, I think he's not even getting off to a great start, and he's not proven as those other guys. Like those are the three right now mm-hmm. that I think are have that just hit tool that they can put the ball in play and kind of. Still dictate if they go the other way or if what they're doing. And guess what? Because there's only so few of those guys, the rest of baseball doesn't adapt. Because why would you? If it's 0.1% of the players, you're not going to change your entire game plan for them. Yeah. So, yeah, man, it's um, it's it's special. And, you know, I, I get into this stuff more than you. And, you know, re-sign LeMahieu, blah, blah, blah. And what's the number? I don't know. I I know when we were live today, and thanks to everyone that's been joining us live on uh on the days we record, you know, someone was like, "Hey, give that man four for one hundred right now," and you know what? <laughs> like that's one of the more real numbers I've seen. So especially if he continues it, well, I won't say at this pace, but you know, at last year's pace. Yeah. You know, so he's uh he's incredible, and you know he. It, the glove had that weird day on Tuesday. He bounced back. He made a couple nice plays today. And he's, oh, by the way, he's a gold glover, so don't get worried about it. Do not worry about it. God. He's really good, it's man. It's too easy, man. How much does K love saying another multi-hit day? Yeah. 
Well, it's true. It's very true because you don't see guys do it so easily. Yeah. Uh, just an update because you brought up Kay and they talked about if Chapman would be the closer when he comes back, which sure. I thought was the weirdest question in the history of the world. Yeah. Boone confirmed he will be the closer yeah. when he's come back. Spooky. I will not reach six feet tall. Spooky stuff right there. Sun sets at night. Sun still sets at or night. Raldis Chapman will be the closer when he comes back. Yeah. What a weird question, right? Yeah. I'd love to see Boone's actual reaction to that. Like, what? Yeah. I know you guys got to ask me some questions you know for your articles. It? Any idea? I'm guessing it got asked because they talked about it on the broadcast. Yeah. Is but even the, when the broadcast was doing, it, I was like something Wait. to fill up the time. I guess. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Who's your pride of the Yankees? So Jim, you're right. There's a couple different interesting options out here. I got one guy that I would do here. If I was you. See, I've got a guy, and I'm assuming it's not the guy you think it is. Or maybe it is, because you're a little bit of a sick pup. I think I'm going to go Chad Green. Has to be. Okay. Has to be. Okay. The, uh, the fireman. That ha- had to be. Would, I'm very uh, glad. Love. I think we come across this about once a time every year, but Chad Green and just a fireman's hat and the suspenders. Yeah. Sign me up for that big time. He is in a special place. We have right artists now. that listen. Like oh, we have, yeah. we got goose drawings. I would like the real thing. Okay. Well, the one so, dude who drew the goose is real yeah. good. Chad has hit a special spot. Um, he was really good when he had one and a half pitches. Now he has two really good pitches that play well off each other and a curveball for fun. And it's it's silly, and he's so calm. You know, I think a couple years in, he trusts his. He survived with you know eighty percent of the time throwing that fastball. That now that he has a wipeout knuckle curve, it's like, you know, he's just having fun out there. You know, the pulse never rises, and we talked about it today. You know, if if it was a playoff game, you know, Chad Green comes out. You know, you're you're probably trying to get like three innings out of him. You're probably trying to go six, seven, eight, or something like that. Um, he's he's special. He's lights out right now. There's zero fear factor, just none, and he's going to be an important part of this team. And that's uh, that's really exciting. We've obviously been Chad guys through and through. You know, he had that rough start last year that he went down. He got fixed. He's an improved. He's an improved version. Of a really good reliever. Of a really good reliever. Game two against Ozuna, and then at bat, he goes down 3-0, fastball down the middle, Ozuna's taking, and then he just spots that corner twice. But I thought he was an easy pride because it's really hard to give relievers pride. But he played in both games of this set, and he hasn't received it back once. Back-to-back games. And, and like I said, them. like a calming presence. Yeah. You know, when Chad's in, it's like, oh, okay. He's a trump card. Yeah. So if you're playing cards and, you know, there's one suit that trumps, you put Chad in and it resets the whole thing. It's good. Baseball Savant doesn't have uh, a difference between a slider and the curveball. Mm. I don't think he throws the curve a lot, but they just have his slider as way slower and more break. It's kind of weird. I wish they would yeah, distinguish we, we, the two. When we clicked around, we saw they weren't recognizing that for a lot of guys yet. So yeah. it'll get there. Chad Green. I mean... Did you say he's given up one run so far? 
I think he gave one run in Tampa. I'm trying to remember. Try to remember. Try to remember. Try to I think remember. entering today, it was, was it like a, one run in. Is it like the was it the bloop off Meadows? No, that was early in the game. I think. Yeah, it was Tampa game one of the doubleheader. He walked two and gave up a run. Chad. Walked Renfro, walked Wendell, wild pitch, struck out Adamas, Kiermaier grounded out. Um, run scores. And a run scored. So he gave up uh, He gave up a run because he walked two guys, not because he yeah. got hit. Man, he's good. He's, he's a lot good. of fun. He's, he's a lot of fun. Holy smokes. We got to move on to the next award. You Yankee motherfucker. And this is trouble. Who the hell did we yeah. give this to? Um, damn. Two games set. They won both games. Um, you know what, Jake? Say it, baby. I was going to give it to Booney as a cop-out. Right. Because he lied, and that is just annoying, and it became a storyline that didn't need to be. But you gave Boone MF yeah. last week, so I'm not going to double down. And I'm going to give it to Jonathan Holder. Because he made us look folkish. We did a whole episode on him. But how he's been better. And he can't even throw 10 pitches without having to get pulled in game two. It's a tough mf to get. Wow. But... You know, personally insulted. We go out of our way, Johnny. We go out of our way to hype you up and the new break and the new stuff and how it looks like plus stuff. And what do you do in return? Yeah. You make us look folkish. So I'm going Jonathan Holder. I, uh, I mean, not going to really defend him. His perfect season ends. It's one of those... You know, Johnny Holder for the ninth four-run game. I mean, at that point, like, the Yankees are expecting to use Britain, you know? Like, I, I know that sounds rude, but literally they had Britain, like, getting going basically immediately, and he comes in. So, I don't know. Not not going to defend him. I, I see the spin on sharp sets. Um, I'm sorry Jonathan Holder is disappointing you with his 1-2-9 ERA this year. No, no, no. It's just that no, no, it's fine. the it's circumstance fine. of what happened and it was a two-game no, set. Cool, There's not cool, a lot cool, of... Cool, cool. Who's your MFR? No, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Um, damn it, you took Holder. Um, <laughs> let's see. Wade didn't play. You could take Hale. It's a very similar Clint, lane. Clint, because we're such Clint haters here. Um... Yeah, I think uh, this is some Band-Aid stuff, but it's uh, I'll go Guardy. Okay. You know, uh, 0 for 7, he has one walk. Um, he misses kind of his patented Brett Gardner slide catch. Mm-hmm. We won two games in a two-game set. We're, you know, kind of digging for stuff. I If if I'm giving out real MFers, it comes down to him and Urshela, and Urshela still played nice defense, so Guardy gets the nod over him. Okay. How about Gardy with that late game sliding cut off the double play though? Nice, dude. Was, Still got it, old man. That was 
It was pretty funny. There was no reason for that. Band-Aid MFers today. We won two games. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. In a two-game series. Uh, something on DJ before we moved on from him five minutes ago. Nice slide at home plate today. Yeah. Dude, I mean, he had a triple. <laughs> he had a stolen base. base. Nice slide. Nice slide. Good defense. Yeah. All right. Moving on to... Regular old awards. Regular old awards. Please give us the regular old awards. Regular old awards. My first award that I'm giving out is the King Louis the Fourteenth Award. Mm. King Louis the Fourteenth Award. Mm. Who do you think of the girls told Jake? Let me think. Think on it. 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 I would guess Lewis. Lewis Voigt. Oh. That's my guess. Wrong. That's my guess. That's wrong guess. That's. I see how you could have been led there. Yeah. But obviously, no. Yeah. The King Louis the Fourteenth Award goes to Clint Frazier. Hmm. King Louis the Fourteenth, yes, had a twin brother. Okay. They locked him in a dungeon. They put a mask over his face. Mm. He was the good brother, right? He should have been king. Yeah, the King Louis that was king was bad. Right. So the masked man had to be had to be saved from the dungeons by the by the three musketeers, and they had to replace the bad king mm. with the masked man. And Clint Frazier, the masked man, is mature. He's calm. Yeah. He attacks balls running towards them and catches them. And he's still got the same bat speed. Clint was replaced by the man and the masked man. I don't know if it was a twin situation of the same elk, but Clint Frazier wins the man and the masked man, King Louis Fourteenth award. Let's talk about Clint. Clint has... Uh, and how cool that award was. An okay catch. Came up with it five minutes ago. Solid catch in the outfield. Comes in, calls off Hicks, makes a play. Again, nothing it's, it's, that should uh, normally be of note. Very much like Andujar where we're cheering routine plays. Right. But should good, not be of note. But yeah. again, for Clint, it unfortunately has to be of note now. Now, mm. I don't want to start using words like unfortunately because Clint came up. He went three for four, triple short of the cycle. It's a bomb in his first at bat. I bet that felt pretty good, Bretta. And, yeah, man, uh, I, I think the biggest thing, and I, I unfortunately, in the two minutes of postgame that we caught before we started recording, Jack Curry said this, um, credit to him for being ready, you yeah. know? And mm-hmm. it, it ties into Clint's maturity. And, again, there's – you know, we've been called Clint haters, and there's some stuff if we really wanted to dig into, you could send some jabs at. Like, Boone and Cashman had, like, a special meeting with him for joining the team. and like if, Oh, it's been a handful. If, if Tyro joined the team, they'd say, hey, <laughs> when you're out there, go play, kid. Um, so, you know, there there is some extra frills. But you know what? Maybe one day it's all worth it, and everything he's done this year – has been really good. Yeah, really. All good. the interviews, all the the mask. I wonder stuff. if he's gonna get shit because he took off the mask today and had a beard. <laughs> yeah, yeah imagine that's his secret. Um, but yeah, man, good good for him. He was ready. Um, and you know, we talked about some of the Andujar funny business stuff. 
And hey, you know, I I think there's a pretty good argument to say that if Clint Frazier two years ago was going through this season and he was hanging in Scranton with in prison all the extra guys in prison like the, the uh, like the bad twin, there's a chance he would come up and not be ready. And it's one game, and again, we're we're well, going, it's impressive. Though. We're Home going run, to, we're going to zoom in on everything Clint because that's how it works. But man, good for him. He he looks really good. He's handled everything in 2020 really well. Um, and yeah, man, you know we start talking Judge, we start talking Stanton. Uh, you know the guy's gonna stumble into some at bats, and it's a sport where if you if you perform to a certain level, you know they will figure it out. It's so cool. Like I tweeted this, how late he swings because he's got such fast hands. The ball's on him, and he's just still standing there. He's got the uh, he's changed his stance a little bit to almost the uh, Clint Meeks Glaber. He's got his foot facing the pitcher. Yeah, with this kind of powerful phone booth swing. I took that line from Jack too. God damn it, he's good. Um, <laughs> but I think I think it is funny that Clint. Uh, and again, it's it's where players learn and grow. You know, there were some funny moments in the past couple years where. The ball comes off Judge and Stanton's bat and Gary when he's right, and it's like these guys are freaks of nature. Clint's got you know insane bat speed, but you know he's he's not two hundred sixty five pounds. So I think he he turned his focus into getting even more power by getting that leg kick kind of turned around. And uh, we saw it today when it when it looks good, it's really good. Keep catching fly balls when you're out there. When you get at bats, put together good at bats. We've seen Clint be hot. If he's hot right now, I mean, he will find his way into the lineup. He did say that wearing the mask, he said, I'm not going to lie, it was hot. It was really oh, humid. Sure. Yeah, so he is hot. Um, no, I look great. So good job, Clint. 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 Good job by me with the incredible parallel award that I gave out. Yeah, that was good. Really good. Uh, Yankees rotation for the weekend. Garrett Cole, James Paxton, J-Hat. Let's go. They're not going to quit him yet. No. Um, But this could be it. This could be it. We'll see. Because Clark still exists. God, Clarky. Miss you, girl. What's your first regular old award? My first award is the top 100. Hmm. Top 100. Top one bills, baby. DJ already got pride. DJ got pride. Okay. Top 100. Hicks. It's Aaron Hicks. Why again? What? What's that? You tell me. It's your award. I don't want to step all over your award. Well, Jamie, obviously you should I, know this. Obviously I, I, obviously, I know I got it right. Okay, then tell them. No, really sure. quick, really it's quick. your award. I got a cough. Could you tell them? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> top 100 because Hicks. You're up. You didn't. Because of Hicks and now he's in the top 100. I'm going to have a sip of water. Okay. So if you could just tell them a little more about it. Yeah, Hicks. He's in the top 100 players in baseball. Jim, when we were live streaming today. Yeah. You were making one of your hilarious jokes. Mm-hmm. That I think you do think there's some... Genuine side too, but it was a hilarious joke. Thank you. That you were a top one hundred walker in the world. 
tied for top 100. Tied for top 100. There, I said there's a million people tied for the top 100 spots, and I'm right. in there. And I disagree with that statement. Might be 10 million and people. And I disagree with that statement. Tied for the top 100. Walkers. Again, I, the fact you think they're tied is bizarre, but well, ties exist. Sure. But there's also, I mean, separation. I mean, we can measure to milliseconds and things like that. So you. What are you doing? I didn't say. We, I said not speed. Right. It's not necessarily speed. It's everything. It's form. It's everything. And that's where Aaron Hicks comes in. Yeah. I think Aaron Hicks could make a very good argument that he is a top 100 walker in the world. He has a great eye on the baseball field, where he draws walks. He mm. pimps said walks mm-hmm. he's athletic he's got a good frame he's got a good stride he plays golf he probably walks a lot doing that i think aaron hicks is probably a top 100 walker in the world I me mean, too I, I, I agree <laughs> it's like a 10 million way tie between a lot of people no 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 it's not yeah um there are no ties no ties in baseball jim i'm talking about just outside of baseball and aaron hicks he uh you know Again, sometimes we're not in love with Hicksy. It's bizarre sometimes. It doesn't seem like he's been playing that great. He has a 414 on base. You know, the slugging, the average, the, the power hasn't fully been there. The at-bats have been looking good. He roped one into the shift today. He had kind of the bunt and the swinging bunt yesterday. That was kind of hilarious. But uh, Hicks is still doing his thing, man. And he made the catch today, which was kind of important. Because we've mm-hmm. seen Hicks playing a little bit of a weird center field. So uh, I'm giving it to Hicks. Casual two walks today. <laughs> 414 on base. So Hicksy, he keeps doing it, man. Do you think he's going to start swinging less and less? Um, No. I think, uh, I think Aaron Hicks has found his approach in what works for him in Major League Baseball. You know, he's probably going to hit between 230 and 240. He's going to get on base in uh, probably the 360 range, and he's going to hit with a little pop. In his last tw- 11 games started, how many walks do you think he has? 11 games, he's got 12 walks. Yep. Bang. Yeah. I think you said a walk per game earlier or something like that, and he had two today. Maybe you didn't, and I'm just an idiot savant. So, congrats, Aaron. That's not even counting today. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, he walks. He walks. He doesn't swing at those meatballs, though. So 14 in his last 12. Either way, um, you know, it's new age baseball. But he's it's working. It's working. How many extra base hits does he have? Three doubles and a home run? He's got a double today. So I might add that to the mix. Dude, he's got a lot of hits. He's got a lot of hits in August as well in these games. I mean, he's got like one hit a game plus one walk a game, basically. He's doing something productive every game. 406 on base percentage in August plus today, so like 420. Would you ever, this is kind of a very Yankee Twitter conversation. I don't think they'd ever do it because the LeMayhew thing is working and you never mess with it. If they did a Hicks leadoff LeMayhew third, I mean, does that... I don't like Hicks leadoff. Okay. Because I don't like the tone that he sets. Sees a lot of pitches. I like when DJ slaps a single off the pitcher. I think that's a much worse feeling for the pitcher and the opposing team. Yeah. I like the tone DJ sets leading off. I know what you're saying. Yeah, I, I just figured I'd throw it out there. I know it's a popular conversation. I think it would be funny if Hicks continues at a pace like this. Like, man... 
DJ with the runners and scoring position stuff. I don't know. There, there is something to Hicks in the three hole. Just doesn't feel right when we have everybody healthy, but it also breaks up the guys and everything. So whatever. Good job, Aaron. Good job, Aaron. Who's your final award going to? Good job, Aaron. Okay. For sure. I'm stalling. Okay. Obviously. Jeez. Um, I am giving the... Yeah. I have it real quick. Hold on. Yeah, bring it up in a second. No, 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 no. Um, um, okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm bringing uh, at your funeral award. Ooh. At my funeral. No. At their funeral? Nah. Can't tell. <laughs> okay. Larry David on the set <laughs> for this final one. Nah. Nah. Can't really talk about it. Nah. Your funeral, my funeral. Mm. Ah. This song will become the anthem of your underground. Mm. Remember that song from middle school? Spy a band called Saves the Day. Mm-hmm. So it's going to Zach Britton. All right. Nice, man. Yeah. Sweet. If I flooded your house, do you think you'd make it out? Or would you burn up before the water filled your lungs? And at your funeral. It's a very emo song. Um, People that know that song will enjoy that. Okay. Maybe half of them. Um, (laughs) (laughs) At least maybe half of the people (laughs) will like that. Um. Yeah, at your funeral is the Saves Today Award. Yeah. And uh, goes to Zach Britton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. League leader in saves. Yeah. A league leader, Lint Liquor in saves. It also it also doubles as the Lint Liquor Award. Oh, hey, easy with that. I'm we haven't had some you. LL talk on here. I'm just while. I'm just letting you know. So just be careful with that stuff. Zach Britton's pretty good, man. He's got seven saves. He's finished eight games. Jim, can I give you a stat? How many earned runs do you think he's given up? This year? Yeah. I would guess he's given up one. Nice. Good guess. That's right. I'm on his stats page. Uh, good guess, Jake. Jim, Zach Britton, Zach Britton has three seasons, excuse me, four seasons, where his ERA starts with a one or lower. Yeah, it's good. It's a reliever. Four so years. It's a yeah. That's you know, good. we uh we we do this casually enough that it's almost not casual. He obviously had his crazy fourth in the Cy Young year out of out of control. He's been great with the Yanks, man. His his stats with the Yankees lifetime now are ninety three innings pitched to a two one three ERA. That's all. <laughs> There's a the, lot of teams that don't have that guy in their bullpen. Oh, yeah, it's the daycare. It's the daycare. Yeah, um, he's really good. Are you worried? Are you ready for when Chapman comes back and blows his first opportunity because he's rusty? And it'll be fun. Put Britain back in. Britain was perfect. He's the lint liquor. Maybe they have Britain blow one. Yeah, right before Chappie comes back. I like that. 
I like that too. Okay. Or they have him blow the eighth. That, uh, then the Yanks take the lead, and then Chapman gets a save. That was a great award. Because at your funeral. You want to play a song for you? Can I give out my final award? Yeah. What is it? Lint Liquor Award? I am giving out a very prestigious award. I am giving out the the uh, the King Louis the Sixteenth Award. That guy sucked. Wow. Okay. Who's this going to? Uh, Louis Avalon. Close. Love Louis Avalon. Uh, Luke Voigt. Jim, it's going to Luke Voigt. I mean, dude, this is a terrible award. King, stop. I'm giving the award, Jim. I don't think you know. Stop. I don't think you know who he is. I'm giving the award. Did I stop you from singing that terrible song? No, I did not. Jim. Louis the Sixteenth, although known for his immature and lack self confidence, we're not talking about that today. We're not talking about that today. What we are talking about He ruined the monarchy, they killed him. Is how Louis Voigt is good and he has killed the first base competition that's loomed over this Yankees team for a while now. Mm. It is his, you know, the Mike Ford stat leaks out today. Get that out of here. We did it on sharp sets. Luke Voigt's been great. He goes back into the two hole where you noted he had very good stats last year. It was yes. the spot on the Yankees he actually batted the most mm. last year. And Jimmy, most importantly, mm-hmm. what secured this award for Luke Voigt is the first picture that comes up when you Google King Louis the Sixteenth. It looks like an old fat French Luke Voigt. Well, yeah, he's a terrible king. He's he ruined. We're not talking about that. He ruined the monarchy. We, everybody agreed. They dropped the guillotine. That on we're his not head. talking about <laughs> that. Yeah, he dropped the guillotine on the first base job. It's okay. his. All right. Sounds like more like a bird award. No. I mean, the picture of him, it's, it's fat French Luke Voigt. It's spooky. Spooky or spooky? Spooky. Oh. I mean, that picture looks like they photoshopped a face on top of a, de- a head. That's an ugly picture. And he's 6'4". Similar size to Luke Voigt. Mm. Spooky stuff. Similar hair. If Luke Voigt was French in the 1700s, yes, that would a thousand percent be his hair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Actually, if you take away the the like pigtail stuff on the end they did with all those wigs, it's kind of Voigt's hair right That's what now. I'm saying it's spooky. Spooky or spooky? Who do we miss, Jim? Uh, Gary- I think. I- I don't think Geo did anything. Gary could have got a tiny stepping stone. Glaber could have got a tiny stepping stone. Also, uh, clean up the D. Yeah, Glaber got on base a lot, so that's cool. Geo played defense. That was kind of it. Good for Clint. I don't think we missed much. Only two games. Yeah, it was two games. Besides that, Luis Avon's part of the team, which we've kind of gone over, but it still blows my mind. Adovino still doesn't get full innings, and he may never. Bizarre. 40 seconds of DJ talking to end the show. Um, yeah, I think so. Um, I don't know. I, you know, I work really hard. Um, I try to put myself in the best spots to succeed. Um, so when success happens, um, you know, uh, you know, 
I don't say I expect it, but I also am prepared and I expect to succeed. Um, but sometimes you just kind of look back uh, after a certain period of time and definitely, um, you know, you definitely like, wow, I, you know, I, you know, can't believe I did that or that. But, but like I said, I, you know, I just try to work hard and put myself in, you know, into good positions. Can we put DJ, that on? A, do you ever surprise can yourself? Can we put that on a T-shirt? The full quote. Full um, quote. Yeah, I think so. Um, I don't know. I you know I work really hard. Um, I like that. I try to put myself in the best spots to succeed. I like that. Um, I like putting so them when as success bullet happens. Yeah. Um, so when success happens, you know, happens. Uh, you know, I, I like this part the most. I don't say I expect it, but I also am prepared and I expect to succeed. I don't uh, say I expect it, but I also expect it. I uh, yes, yeah. Shirt coming soon. <laughs> Quote. I want to succeed, and when it happens, I succeed. Yeah. I wouldn't say I expect it, but yeah, I expect it. Some good quotes on there. Yeah, a lot of us. The DJ LeMahieu series coming soon. We'll take out the ums. We don't want to be. Rude. Oh, we'll clean it up for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you should hear this podcast before it gets to editing. Nothing but back ums in the day. Buzz. <laughs> I used to edit all of them. Jimmy used to go ham. You just added all the ums and outs. Go to a listen to a podcast from early 2018 and find an uh or an um. I dare you. Unless it was a late night recording. Yeah, you can find a couple. Probably find a couple, yeah. yeah. All right. We're out. Good job, the Yankees. First place team. Jake? For sure, man. Go Yanks, don't bounce. Go Yankees.